Hello, everyone, and welcome to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Chi Chi, and I have an amazing guest with me today, Antonio of Tonio Time Daily Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I'm going to be my unconventional self, so we're going to have fun. Please do. I'm so excited to have you here, and thank you for your time. Oh, and thank you. I'm going to be a blessing on purpose. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Antonio, bef- um, when I start my podcast episodes, I always play my singing bowl here that my friends gifted it to me. So I'm going to play the sound bowl and let's go for four deep breaths just to, you know, recalibrate the mind and get some oxygen flowing through our body. OK, so we inhale through the nose. <sighs> a sip of water a sip of gratitude what you got to drink antonio my apple and eve orange juice from the refrigerator let's go <laughs> cheers my friend mm-hmm. all right you guys so i hope you're having a wonderful day all um already like i said i have antonio here with me from tonio time daily so i'm gonna let him introduce himself antonio thank you again for being here tell us who antonio is let us know well autism is my super blessing let's go (laughs) i have done two commencement speeches layperson's terms it's graduation speeches Mm-hmm. I, I'm a world traveler. I've traveled to multiple European nations. Yeah. I'm a high school valedictorian and I can mm. do, I'm a designated disability services provider. Nice. And I'm a servant leader and I have boundless optimism. Mm-hmm. And I really like this new concept I learned called social entrepreneurship. So that's who I am. I love it. I love it. Um, so you did say autism is your super blessing. Would you mm-hmm. mind el- elaborating more on that, please? Sure. I have a 3D brain. Okay. And it and it really keeps me from being a non-judgmental person. Because mm-hmm. I think outside the box and I choose not to be the box. That's why I won't be in the box. Right. Uh, do you have an example of that? What you mean by that? Well, you have some people who will look at a person and think, oh, because they're in a wheelchair, they're disabled. I say, no, they just have abilities you don't have. Come through. They have (laughs) abilities you don't have. Exactly, because they can't have experiences that you have. Right. They just have, there's a diversity of gifts and capabilities. Like Mm. you have people who are, introvert we live in an extroverted world like if you're an introvert they go oh my god how could you recharge your batteries by yourself but uh-huh. introverts have the deepest enriching inner life than extroverts yeah exactly yeah because there's just a lot of um escapism you know mm-hmm. like uh yeah. there, there's more opportunity for escapism just to get lost in other people's world instead of facing yourself right and sitting in it right 
like yeah. sitting with your thoughts and facing yourself. I think, and, and that was actually a highlight for me during Corona, during the lockdown, you me know, too. just, right? yes. you know, even though it was rough, it was a lot of tears, you know, but it, it was still enriching. Yeah, I got, this is the most growth I've ever experienced in my life. So COVID is not completely bad. No, not at all. Some people go, but all this death hospitalization. Okay, look at the businesses started right now. Yes. Look at the books being written and published right now. Mm -hmm. During the worst times, the most beauty emerges. Yes, absolutely. Uh, in the darkness comes the light. You know, there's so many analogies and sayings that go with that whole, you know, opposition, you know, like where the darkness there, you, you got to have the darkness to appreciate the light. You know, you got to enjoy your alone time and enjoy yourself first so that you can understand how you should be enjoyed by others, you know, so that other people right. respect you and appreciate you. And that's why I live a life of oneness and wholeness. To me, they're the same thing. It's yeah. like, okay, you're a person. I'm a person. You have entitlements? Me too. I honor mm -hmm. them in me, and I honor them in you. You honor mm -hmm. them in yourself. You honor them in me. And we do that to other people. Yes. We're, we're versions and expressions of each other. And mirrors at times, too. Right, right. You know, some, sometimes people just come into our life just to show us to ourselves, just to trigger us just enough to change, you know? You know, yes, it's a healthy challenge. Mm-hmm. Healthy challenge. I like that. Thank you. Because some people look at challenges as, oh, this is so brutal. I hate this shit. This mm -hmm. is fucked up. Now I'm more like, I can't wait to be a more mature me. Bring yeah. it on. Bring Yay. it on. Come on, character. What you got? <laughs> yes. What you got? Okay, because I'm ready. And like, you know, that's the really that's the pep talk you're going to give yourself. Oh, my gosh, this is so hard. Oh, my gosh, I'm dreading this. I hate this. Like, why? Are, why do we tend to speak so negatively over things that we got to do? You know, circumstances we have to endure. Um, Ingrained, trained self-hatred. Come through. Yeah. Can we sit to that one? Um, yes. <laughs> With my apple leaf orange juice. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Toast. Cause we're taught to we're taught comfort addiction. Oh my God, it's real. Comfort addiction. That's the first time I heard that one. Yes, it was. It, it helped me to heal. Cause I was like, why are why are people so into this feel good? And then I typed in like comfort. I said, oh. Yeah, you can actually be an addict to this sense of this hunky dory lying imagery all the time, mm -hmm. especially in black families. Oh, yes, we're taught hey, do not look bad, especially in front of white folks. Oh, okay, don't embarrass <laughs> me in front of these white folks, right? And they say, hey, hey, abuse in the family, don't ever say that. No, that's gonna make us look worse in whitey's eyes never before and i just like but i you're telling me not to be whole how can i love my blackness um, if i can't enjoy my wholeness first right right i don't think my ancestors would appreciate that i don't think they would like that <laughs> I don't, at all like giving more honor 
to other people's feelings and thoughts and opinions of us rather than just being, right? Right. And that's why wholeness is better than comfort. You could be wholeness. You could be whole and uncomfortable. You could mm. be whole and imperfect. Because I've learned that there's also this ambition addiction too in our society. Yeah. That's where greed comes from. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure I get. I'm the one percent. You poor people. I'm just war against you. Yeah. Comfort addiction. I'm still stuck on that one. I'm glad I can. True bless you with the enlightenment you did yes because that is so true like just getting lost in the complacency being okay with the plateau you know like yes you need time space and grace so you need right. you do need the time to learn things you do need grace for when you mess up and stuff you do need room and space to grow into it you know but at some point there needs to be a level up at some point there needs to be a shift in the perspective and how right. you see things right because it Contradiction means sacrificing even loved ones for mm. the for toxic people. Mm. That's why covering up trauma happens a lot in our community. Yeah. Wow, sacrifice children. I mm -hmm. know you did this to the kid, but I'll still have you over at Thanksgiving or the reunion. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is so true. You hear yeah. it. You hear and, it. And sorry, go ahead. And it's also within those addictions, I see approval addiction too. But what I addiction? want this approval. Oh, approval. Yeah, approval, approval addiction. addiction. It's when I know that this person is stealing from me on my property, but I don't want to kick them out because like me, like me, like me. Oh, the people pleasing energy. I just, I'd rather be yes. liked and respected. Right. And you know, that, 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 wow. Just, just the concept is just, it makes me speechless. And it's like, but you, people pleasing is hypocritical. You want everybody to please you, but you. But That's you. I call laziness on that one. You're literally trying to keep the peace with everybody else, but you're starting a war within yourself. Right. How does that duality work? How? <laughs> <laughs> like they're like you're intentionally not choosing peace you're Ooh. you're intentionally yeah. <laughs> not choosing peace you know like i would much rather be stressed out and accepted than saying how i really feel doing what i really feel and not caring who who approves it or not right because if you're not at peace with yourself you're not at peace with you're not at peace at all even if you think you had peace with other people I say mm -hmm. sarcastic. Come on, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, Tony will just hit the air quotes on them. <laughs> Dropping some science. <laughs> come on. Come through with the gems and messages. Do did you um ever have an experience with like people pleasing and where you just got to a point of like enough is enough? Or have you always been like oh my I'm walking God. my path now? Because you're a Virgo, right? Yeah, and, oh, we're Virgo. birthday twins. We are. Can we? We got a toast to that. What are the odds? Yes. What are the odds? Oh, you're my first Ooh. Virgo man. Oh, cheers and toast to that too. Cheers okay. and toast to that. I'm making history, and it's positive. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so September sixteenth. Birthday twins. Yes. Yes. 
what did I just ask you? Oh, yes, the people-pleasing experience. Did you ever have that? I, I hate it. I really fucking dreaded it. I what mean, happened? Um, just, I, I had to deconvert from religion. I mm, did. Cause, yeah, because yeah, this sense of, they tried to make me this, this evangelical pastor cut and I'm like but I'm not that um I'm yeah. not traditional at all and yeah. plus the way because I'm a child abuse victim the way they treat abuse survivors and yeah people with autism like me I'm like but you don't preach about my pain but you're in the pulpit I was in pews and mm -hmm. you talk about how much the gay agenda is bullshit I don't want to hear that I want to hear about real shit. <laughs> yes, I want to hear about what's going on right now. Like, yes, I know right. these are stories that happened or whatever. However, life is happening right now. Stop Thank going back you. to what happened in the past. Like, what do, you, what do you feel right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Right. And it's a specific story to fully, fully directly answer your question. I tried. They wanted me to preach. I did it one time. And I said, I can't do this. This yeah. is torture. I have to condemn people to hell. And I don't want to do that. Yes. On earth. Yes. And it's with the intention, too. It's with the intention to shame and to guilt and to make people feel singled out and shunned. Like, how can that be right? How can that be godly? Thank you. And that's why I decided that love has no religion. Love has no faith. Yes. Same these. <laughs> Yeah. just love and do right like how hard is that do i need a bible to do that no nope, i don't no you know it's in the heart exactly like people know what's right i say all the time we ask because we know you want right. to be justified in doing something wrong or half-assed or you know what i'm saying just just mm -hmm. do that you don't need my permission you ask because you know. You know what the right thing is. You know what the answer is. You know, you just want somebody to go along with what you think you want to do. What's what's comfortable. The comfort addiction. Tell me what I want right. to hear. Instead, thank you. Instead of what I need to hear, because mm -hmm. at least that that's a pain worth growing from instead of you're doing well. I'm hooked on cocaine. How the fuck am I doing well? Right. Right. Like, <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> that's not how this works. And so I practice a secular spirituality. Okay. I'm ethical and moral without religion. That's it. I just yeah. to uh, love and good personhood and do no harm. That's yeah. my religion. Yeah. I am I'm not the private life police, thankfully. As long as you're not a dick, I don't care. Right, exactly. <laughs> And I feel like that's what's um, the root of a lot of problems. People just not minding their business and just looking to judge somebody else because they want to be justified of what they're doing or misery loves company. And they just want to make other people feel bad because they feel bad. Like, I just don't understand that. I just don't understand how people could just really defend something that could just be so hurtful. Like, I think about... The, the LGBT community that have killed themselves all in the name of, oh, well, you know, you're gay, so you can't stay here anymore. We got to kick you out because the, the neighborhood wouldn't approve, the church wouldn't approve, or you're pregnant and unmarried, so I got to send you away and possibly ruin this family relationship. Like, I just don't understand how that's the, that's the a, choice to be that made. Is, 
That is all extremely shitty and fucked up. It's messed up, yes. People have killed themselves all because of religion and the, the rejection. And suicide is going up right now. The rates, I did my research, I'm horrified. Yeah, like, it's sad. If we would in, enforce, like, it's okay to get mental health treatment instead of, oh, black folks don't do therapy. I, I've done therapy and I'm black. Mm-hmm. You can't shame me. Yeah, yeah. You. We have to talk about this stuff. And I feel like that's what's, what the shift is moving into. I feel like society is becoming more comfortable with talking about, you know, mental wellness and the need for mental health support, you know, the need to talk about your stuff, the need to share what's on your heart because stress is a major killer. It's a silent killer. You know, people just not processing and sharing what they're going through so that they they can heal. You know, you can't heal in the same place or state you got sick in, you know? And I and I want to say on record, I think gen, gender, sexual diversity, LGBTQI plus community, I think it's natural, mm-hmm. normal, healthy, harmless. Um, even if there were choices, it would be harmless again. Because I hate conversion therapy. It's yeah. a lie. And when people say they're ex-gay, that's a lie. You're just not acting on that attraction. That's all. And like what they say, rules are made to be broken. Like if you tell somebody not to do something, it's like human nature for them to absolutely do it all because they're told not to do it. You know, the whole restriction thing. Like the the forbidden fruit, we get that from Genesis. Don't Mm -hmm. eat the fruit. Ah, man, this fruit good. (laughs) now going back to the conversion therapy um if you're listening in you guys conversion therapy um elaborate more on that so that's it's it's a bullshit (laughs) plot yes i don't keep it clean i agree i do not (laughs) i agree it's a bullshit fake me out organization i dropped the quotes on it here um it's about trying to have you lie to yourself and say, I see, I, I, you know, I'm transgender, I'm cisgender. No, you're transgender. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not uh, gay, I'm straight. No, you're, yeah, you're just not intimate with men, that's right. all, or with women. Right. It, it, it's literally like just, condi- it's like a gaslighting. Yes. Say you're not gay anymore. Say you're not gay anymore. So you guys, this is when like parents would send their kids to like Christian camps to make them not gay anymore, where that's probably the main place where all that stuff is happening or even pedophilia. Right. I'm like, huh? I I, I mean, you know, they don't have pedophilia conversion therapy, which I have it for gay people. What the fuck? That look, put it there. You know, like it's just and like you said, it's literally forcing people to lie to themselves instead of exploring and understanding, okay, why do you feel this way? Why do you have these feelings? When do you have these feelings? What is it triggered by? What is it stimulated by? You know, like learn about it. Yes. Show some respect and try to understand it instead of just saying it's wrong. Society doesn't agree, so it's wrong. I I hate black and white thinking. That means no empathy. I, I can't. I'm a great area person. Great areas means empathy. I've I've never heard that, and I like that. Black and white, there leaves no room for empathy. 
black and white thinking. Because black and white thinking is why abusers abuse. Mm. That's Ooh. why 400 years, you know, the Atlantic slave trade. Well, mm. yeah, you're kind of human, but I'm still going to torture you. Black and white thinking is why voting rights have been stripped. Mm-hmm. Instead of, wait, okay, you're obviously another color than me, but that's not the first thing I think of when it comes to it. I think of, oh, you have two legs, you have two arms, you're a person like me. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Making it more complicated than it has to be. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not just a black and white answer. Sometimes it's there's like factors that play a role in, you know, decisions that are made and stuff like that. You know, leave some wiggle room. And I'm, wow, I've never heard that. Leave some room for empathy. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> gems. Give me all the gems. Thank you. And plus, <laughs> what I like, and plus I've learned that, you know, I embrace mystery and uncertainty. I don't want to know everyone everything. And I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I would be scarred for life if I was omni, like I have all this all knowing and ever present. Like, no, thanks. I don't want to know. Right. Do we really want to know everything about everything? Hell no. Do we really? Like, because some people are just so anxious about the future because they want to know what's going to happen. They just want to know, want to know. Like, Would that stress you out more? You know, like sometimes we need to be okay with the unknown. Be okay with, like you said, the mystery of life. Right. If you knew everything, you would really be scarred because you would know your parents' sex life. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, I guess I was gross on purpose. You would not be attracted to knowing everything. (laughs) Yeah, because like, you know, you, you may become overwhelmed because sometimes your reactions is based on what you know. Your reactions is based on what you don't know. You know, so sometimes like um, I was watching this uh, Instagram video um, last night and it was just it, this guy, he shook, shook two Coke bottles and then he immediately took the top off of one and he left the other one on. And basically his whole point was like, you know, when you're angry, you know, sit within yourself, process your stuff because if you just open up your mouth, you may say some stuff you can't take back, you know? But if you just sit in it and just have that moment of solitude and process the stuff, you know? Yes. And people, they just want to know. They don't want to process. They don't want to think it through. They don't want to make sense of it. They just want to know and, and react rather than understand. Right, and uh, that's why this warped view of forgiveness, speaking of processing, like, if I forgive you, I'm going to use that to feed my comfort addiction to have you in my life, so mm. I make it look like I'm loving my enemy. No, you're not. You won't give them tough love. Mm-hmm. You won't give them ultimatums. You mm-hmm. won't even set boundaries on them. You get mad at those who do. Hey, we're all imperfect. Why are you using our character um quirks or flaws against us to perpetuate evil in the name of forgiveness and love your enemy turn the other cheek you gotta have them in your life (laughs) what the hell it's like i don't understand why people don't remember or understand like they literally use the bible to promote slavery to justify slavery. So the whole turn the other cheek is probably when Massa was whipping a slave. It was like, turn the other cheek, forgive me, forgive me. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm, I'm about to rape your wife and you're going to watch it. Forgive me, forgive me. Like, no, that's wrong. That is evil. That is no. Like some stuff just no. 
No. And like I was um listening to this audiobook the other day and they was just saying how toxic it is to promote that love your enemies, love your enemies. Like, no, like don't even have them in your energy field. What do you mean? Like send them what? away in love. Six, how come we can't see good from a distance? And I have okay, here's another question <laughs> that just puts Get into it. Fuck up. Get this into is- it. This whole sense of, well, only those who forgive should have grace. And if you don't forgive, won't give you grace. So no. you're saying I shouldn't be selected with grace, but you are? Right. That makes no sense. So a rape victim should just absolutely forgive her abuser. Just absolutely like. I don't think forgiveness is a requirement. Just if, if you have a way of peacefully living your life and choose not to forgive, that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. I just hope you have some peace, whatever works. Just, just go with it. Like Next you don't diverse. To, right. Like in my thinking, like you don't necessarily have to forgive them, but absolutely you have to forgive yourself. You know, like I'm not going to dismiss that you harmed me, but I will allow myself to have peace and not stressing about this every time, you know, every day or every time I'm triggered by it, I'm not going to let it consume me. So I'll forgive myself. You know, but I'm not, you know, you don't necessarily have to extend that forgiveness to other people because maybe they just don't deserve that from you. They don't deserve that respect. Thank you. Wait, they showed you exactly how they felt about you. Right. And wait a minute. So you said, um, uh, wait, a rape victim forgiving themselves? Or, yeah, because like some rape b- victims may feel like, oh, I should have fought harder. Why didn't I fight harder? Oh, I should have reported them. Why didn't I report them? Or I should have told somebody. Why didn't I tell somebody? So I feel like sometimes, you know, sexual abuse victims, they may get locked in that I should have thinking, you know? And because they stay in that mindset of, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, they don't allow themselves to live in the present moment and to have that one as you were speaking of, you know? And a part of them is always missing because they didn't forgive themselves and say, you know what, it's done. You know, what happened, happened or whatever, but move forward from this, you know, learn from the experience and use it to heal others perhaps, you know? Oh, because, oh, because I'm so, because um, when you said for, I was so busy thinking about the innocence of the victim. So when you said yeah. forgive yourself, I was like, but yeah. what they didn't did nothing do? wrong. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Oh, okay. We're on the same page. I, yes. Clarity. <laughs> clarity no it's just like the um the after you know after something has happened like don't stay in that i should have i should have you know like what happened happened but heal from it you know like um for example i was training a client this morning and she was telling me how she had you know this big meal over easter or whatever and you know she just felt so bad about it and it's like well you know you ate what you ate you know you enjoyed it at the time right it was good you had you know you shared time with your family you know you ate food that you liked or whatever but now we're gonna work you know we're gonna move forward from that um sending that energy and that feeling of you know what when i go off my meal plan or when I eat things I shouldn't be eating this is the feeling it gives me this guilty feeling so if I don't want to feel this again let me forgive myself now for eating what I know I should have been eating and just learn from it and do better next time you know but constantly bring it up say oh my god I ate so bad over the weekend what is that doing yeah because I think like because I'm a victim of sexual abuse and I was you know life my life was threatened so okay. I used to feel that sense of I should have, I should have, but I said, you should have, what you, what could you have done? You were a kid, you didn't know, you were 
badly trained to do this. And I had to reclaim, well, I had to, well, my innocence was always intact. I just had to see it with my, my soul. I was like, okay, there, there's nothing I could have done better. And I, that point has really helped me. Sometimes life, there's nothing to do better. They will still shit on you. They'll still yeah. fuck you over. And I said, okay, there's nothing I could have done better. Yeah. Um, I will just stay away from them, have no contact with them. Yeah. And some people don't even apply that with the, like this whole forgiveness thing. To me, it's if you ask me, do you forgive like the women who molested me? Ah, question mark. It's a complex question mark. It's wow. not yin or yang. Because the more abusers, the more complexity forgiveness is. So mm-hmm. it's a question mark. It is. A, yeah. May I ask how old you were? Five. Yeah. Is a group of them at times harming me that way. And then just one of them. And it was women? I'm so sorry to hear that, Antonio. Thanks. That's why I've done therapy, counseling. I've done life skills groups. Mm-hmm. And they even told me we're doing this to you because you're, you know, you, you special needs. So, wow. I still get amazed that I share this publicly, but yeah. I appreciate you sharing it with me. Um, may I ask, like, when the first time you spoke about it? Or when, like, you know, that that journey of revealing it and coming to terms with it? Like, was it something you blocked out and it came to you? Or it was always something lingering and you knew it was wrong? You knew it was bad? Uh, it was lingering until I knew, I knew it was wrong. And I, you know, it's normal to repress, suppress. Yeah. Um, it, the high, uh, it just came out in early February 2014 I was talking with a therapist and the therapist asked me were you raped and that's when this hypervigilance feeling the uh, rape trauma syndrome and the flashbacks just came in and I just said yes without thinking I was like I can't I just actually said this so yeah I've I was even a psychiatric institution for a weekend because the, the pain got too much. Yeah. And luckily, I had, I, they didn't prescribe me with any psychiatric uh, medicine, which I was shocked. Like, but I'm in here. How do I not take it? I'm well, I'm here. They're like, right. no, no, you used to laugh and joke the pain away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plus you had this positive spirit. That's what balanced optimism means. Mm-hmm. It means you're positive no matter what. And yeah. so they said, yeah, that's why I don't need meds. You just need more counseling. So I got it and um, been fully at peace ever since, even though I won't fully physically heal yeah. in this life. And that's so, that's, yeah. I love that. Like that self-healing, you know, and you transmuted the energy. You trans, you gave it a different power, a different meaning. Right. And plus to really explain, because some people think if you're autistic, then somehow you're asexual. Asexuality is great. It is great. But the majority of people were highly sexual people. Okay. And 
I learned this from HealthySex.com. Yes, we're, we're going to do the X-rated. We should all Let's be adults go. by now. Let's go. <laughs> I'm late. Let's go. Thank you. Consent, um, equality, respect, trust, and safety. Mm. This Bars. is model. Yes. <laughs> Bars. Thank you. Make consent and- sexy. Make consent sexy. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's like a whole movement where they're trying to make consent sexy it's like really like just respect people is it really that hard just just well, talk if you're a shit bag it feels impossible <laughs> you know like just I wanted, I do want to go back to I guess you would say it's a, a myth or a stereotype that autistic people are considered or assumed to be asexual. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, like if they think that you're disabled, there's no way you can perform. Okay, true, yeah. But I know people who have children in their wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they had children. They figured mm-hmm. it out like everybody else figured right. it out. <laughs> right. Ancient people, they figured it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sex is natural, okay? Right. And In all species. Thank you. And by the way, I am not a virgin. Hey, cheers to that. <laughs> Do you want to share? Um, yes. Okay, uh, let's go. I, and I have been permission, so I'm not violating body's privacy. I've had, I live a ethical, non-monogamous existence, so mm-hmm. I, have my, I, I have my fun. Let's it, go. I, I wrap up, and mm-hmm. we did the testing, and it's just lovely. Let's go, Antonio. <laughs> what, uh, at what age, uh, if you don't mind me asking, did you lose your virginity? Uh, somewhere in my teens, I think. Mm-hmm. Either preteen, teens, or... Look at you. You're supposed yeah. to be doing homework, and here you go. Hey. Running the streets. Hey, we were... <laughs> they, they knew people that could rap that gave me, like, condoms. So I think somewhere between mm-hmm. that time frame... I don't know the exact... It's somewhere between I like preteen one of them, but yeah. Yeah. So um you were saying non-monogamous. I and I was looking at a, I listened to a couple of your podcasts too. One of my favorite episodes was the uh, bad therapist one. <laughs> like that, one. that was a cool one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What did you learn? Um, I, I like that you was, you know, just telling people like what to look out for in regards to, you know, like they shouldn't be dumping on you. They shouldn't make you feel rushed and they shouldn't try to, you know what I'm saying? Like just fix you in a sense, but help you understand yourself more. So I think that's very cool that you was just, you know, let people I've, know that. I've had some bad therapists. I said, this is a problem. I need to speak this out. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, the person I lost my parents to, we, we were all, we were the same age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they helped, they were like, what's your size? And I told them and they helped give me like condoms. So we were safe. Hey, be safe. And you said you uh traveled the world, been to different countries and stuff? Yeah. <sighs> Share, please. Where have you gone? Where's like the most exciting place you've gone and what for what purpose? The Sistine Chapel. 
The Sistine Chapel. Where is is that Rome? Yep. Ah, that's, good. I was paying attention. That's so the Pope speak in Italian. Let's so go. There. Do you know Pope, Italian? I, I I knew enough to be okay, but I haven't spoken it in eight years. Uh, I was going to ask you to spit something else for us, Antonio. I don't know. I think the only if Italian I, I know is Arrivederci. I think that's Italian, I think. If I would have known, I would have done some serious Italian studies, you know, enough to just... Oh, I should have emailed me that, that I could have. Oh, oh my gosh, it's fine, Antonio, it's fine. <laughs> I just think that's very cool that you went to the Sistine Chapel and saw the, uh, heard the Pope speak in Italian. Yeah, and I went to Buckingham Palace, saw the Queen's Chariot Pass. Mm-hmm. Wow, what, uh, do you have another memorable spot that you traveled to? Um, hmm, I did go to... Croatia where there was this market and we were walking around mm-hmm. and I was able I mean Italian women found me attractive come on they kept they kept winking at me and licking their lips and almost falling over themselves and their friends and they would point at me like hey, ooh, mm-hmm. look at him look at, and they were touchy feeling on me like ooh I like your hair I like your mm-hmm. texture mm-hmm. What, <laughs> like, what you what you did I um treated them, said treated me. We were physical. Hey. Let's go. Hey, you touch me, I'm touching your back. Yes, love fest. <laughs> Woo! Ooh, cheers to that, Antonio. You get Randy in the on ten in the morning. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I I'm profane. I am. I'm You're low. what? I am profane. Pro propane. Profane. Profane. I love it. I'm Thank profane you. myself. Yeah. Let's be a Virgo thing. Do you know your moon and rising sign by chance? Oh God, no. I don't know no. that far. Oh, okay. But yeah, you're my first Virgo guy. Do you believe you're a true Virgo? Yes. How so? Analytical, very intense in a well-meaning way. Mm-hmm. We, we can be reserved so and we're just very much into we struggle for well i don't struggle with perfectionism anymore but i used to yeah I, that's what i remember about the virgo life mm-hmm. i love it yeah you're my first virgo guy so that's very exciting virgo friend my other virgo friend and birthday twin let's not forget most importantly birthday twin Yes. Okay. The highest honor. <laughs> so, and um, Antonio, I don't know if you noticed, but I did light it up blue today. And the blue looks royal on you. You thank queen. you. <laughs> That's what I was aiming for. And I do want to uh, dedicate this podcast episode to my cousin, baby Jordan. I love you. Dedicating it to you, baby. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And. I, I gotta say this and I'll tell my autism story. Okay, Let's yes, see. please. Okay, we're gonna get raunchy again. I can't help it. We're gonna- it's fun. <laughs> this is the space for all of that. Yay. Yes. I, I am highly sexual, I'm highly sensual. Mm-hmm. Um, I consume adult entertainment at times. Okay. I self-pleasure. It's healthy. Research says so. The experts say do it. I do what they say. Very <laughs> and, good. 
And I've kissed on the mouth before. Oh, don't kiss me. Great. It, mm -hmm. It's stellar. Mm -hmm. It's on the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Connection. And I am energetic. I'm mm -hmm. sexual, sensual, kinky, and I'm a shapeshifter. That means uh, the rest of the four. Shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. You might elaborate a little more on that. Your sexual uh, shapeshifter, you. <laughs> the blank we just like uncovered so much here let's unpack it Antonio it's like it's when you are you have your porn star tendencies but you also have your romantic intimate tendencies but mm -hmm. you have the speed the tempo the neck play the mouth play all the other play down just fine you're sexually versatile you can do all the whole nine yards of sex just fine yeah, I definitely say you're Virgo because Virgos are, in a sense, people pleasers and we want to do it right. So whatever you want, we're going to do it. Yes, and we're going to go above and beyond in our beyond. <laughs> We're going to go above and beyond because we want to do what you told us to do, which is right, because we don't want to be wrong. We want to be the best, so we're going to give great effort. Right, right. And we oh. want the feedback to get better. Well, yes, I can't have sex completely quiet. It makes me nervous. I oh need some vocalization. <laughs> it's scary. Wouldn't it be scary if I just looking at you, not saying anything? You're like, can you just moan just a few times so I can know that I am being non-penetrative sexually properly and penetrative sexually properly? Can I have some... Um, cooperation. Cooperation. <laughs> it's a dance, don't you know? It's a dance. Yes, yeah, sex is art and dancing is form of art. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. You really are bouncing up and down like you're in a club. So, yeah. <laughs> Antonio <laughs> said, bounce that ass, y'all. Bounce that ass. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> you dance. Yes, in fact, I. Yes, I do dance. I, I twerk. You twerk? Them guys twerk. I'm one of them. Fuck it up, no Antonio. Dance. You be putting your feet on the wall doing the upside down? Is that, that your twerking? That and I bump and grind on people, consensually speaking. You know what? I tend to pelvic thrust a lot of people. I don't do it as much now because I realize how annoying it is. But sometimes I used to be really bad of just like, just... Like I knew it was like okay, it would be people I know, of course, my friends. But like if we're like in a party setting, I'll be that person like come pelvic thrust real quick. No, I mean no harm, but I just have this need to like get the energy out. So I feel you with the twerking and gyrating. It's sacral chakra energy, really. It's harmless. I, 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 yes, thank you for using the word chakra because that is a term meaning like I think of alchemy. I just learned I'm an alchemist, turning thoughts into reality. Dead ass. Like, yeah. So, yeah, like we said, shocking. That's like energy. I'm into aura too. Do you uh, see auras, read auras? Uh, I, I've read a little bit to do some episodes. It's basically the aura from your state of mind. Consciousness is my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm to it. That's your jam. Mm -hmm. Emotional intelligence and whatnot. Yes. You're <laughs> making me laugh. <laughs> Thank you for being extraordinary with me and not being normal. I, I appreciate it. It helps. Oh, <laughs> oh, Antonio, of course. Like, this is easy. You're easy to talk to. 
Well, I take that as a compliment. It means I'm not an asshole. So thank you. <laughs> no, this is easy. You're easy to talk to. But I appreciate you sharing that with me. Uh, would you mind, like, giving an example of what you mean? Like, not being, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you mean by that? Now, this is the perfect part of the autism story. So yes. before I answer that, yes, we're erotic people. And we are the most sensitive, compassionate lovers. Yeah. And if you're going to fuck, make sure they have integrity. Okay. Fuck with integrity, y'all. Word of the day. Word of the day. Of the day. Right. Fuck with integrity. Right. And, you know, we're sensual than the, more sensual than the average person because our, sentence are, our senses are heightened because of our, our brain. Mm-hmm. So we're the best lovers. And now... Not only tuned. <laughs> Now I'm going to answer your uh, question. Let's see. I was diagnosed at the age of two with pervasive developmental disorder. We had these experts who say, he's not speaking. Why aren't you speaking? Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm thinking my parents said don't talk to strangers. You're guilting me for being a obedient toddler. How did that? Okay, why are you persecuting me? And then at four, well, he's still not talking. It's just unacceptable. And I'm yeah. just like, but, but who, who, who died and made you the timetable authority? Mm-hmm. And I just started talking after they said that because it was my time and not theirs. Wow. Right. Because some people think if you don't talk early, then somehow you're this deficient. Um, you're the deficient one for judging me and I just barely was born not too long ago. Okay, mind your business, first of all. Right. Chatty Kathy. <laughs> and so I re- so at four, you know, DC public schools kept saying, well, we can educate him. Under the ABA, American Disability Act, we can educate him. We have inclusive programs for him in our schools. He should be in our schools. They didn't want to pay. They still don't want to pay. They keep mm-hmm. fighting court tuition payments. It's sad. But my parents and the actual experts who actually believed me sued on my behalf. We won. They had to pay my private special education for I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to tell my accomplishments. Sixth grade cashier selling root beer floats. Uh-huh. Her- cursive crown that means I can read and write in cursive just fine I mm-hmm. saw a classmate get and said I'm gonna get that got on my first try mm-hmm. seventh grade secretary eighth grade president I did say I was valedictorian and done two graduation speeches valedictorian twice actually yeah middle and high school run it up right 4.0 11th grade star of my prom yeah I was the most member at my prom. People were made that I could dance so crazily and freaky. Uh huh. Look now, gyrating on the dance floor, Antonio. Yes. You said, "Look, I'm dancing like everybody's <laughs> watching." Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm the just... prom queen as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God! The similarities just keep never ending. And I was student body <laughs> president. Oh my God. We're no, so in sync. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> and then I see human services, my major. I minored in psychology. 
Okay. I'm on, I, I was appointed by Mario Bowser in D.C. to the State Rehabilitation Council. It's when he helped Re Re Rehabilitation Service Administration out with um, disability inclusion, disability belonging, disability rights. So, yeah. I mean, right. oh, 50 words I could type per minute in middle school. I could mm -hmm. get a 12th grade reading level in the 7th grade. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Brilliance. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm a child prodigy. I am. Mm-hmm. So um, you were saying in regards to autism, it's about the brain and being highly sensitive. Like, would you mind elaborate more on the science behind autism? Oh, autism, it's like noises are more important to us. So when you sent me the email about make sure you have little noise, I was like, great. Because... <laughs> Because we're sensitive to how sounds penetrate our psyches. Okay. You know, we, we like sounds. It's just not ones that are too loud or just too booming. Like yeah. we like sounds that are just, ah, instead of you driving, if somebody's driving a car and they play it so loud, like, ah, I can't take this. Turn that shit up or turn that shit down. Yeah. Okay. So sound, so very, um, so highly auditory sensitive. Is that yes, yes. We're sensitive to sensory processing. Senses could be sounds, it could be vibrations, it could be movements that yeah. come off very unfriendly and it gets to our head. Mm -hmm. Those are those are it's called trauma triggers. I just learned that that concept. Like a yeah. trauma trigger. Let's say you're sensitive to the N-word, just okay. give an example. And I said it and you got really, really just like that, like yeah. fight or flight, that's a trauma trigger. Okay. It's the way your body responded. I was like, oh, but a good trigger, let's say, oh, I like your, um, yeah, the blue, that, like I said, it was royal. You're like, thank you. That was a good trigger. You mm -hmm. Is that a good <laughs> positive response? Um, All right. How could society best support the autistic community? Oh, um, treat us like everybody else and don't let our labels make you think we're a death sentence because we're not. Yeah, I love that. Just be normal. Um, would you mind elaborate more on like treating y'all normal? Like what are some instances where you felt like people were treating you like you got autism, if that makes any sense? Uh. Or treating you like you're a, you're disabled or, you know what I'm saying? Like making you feel that energy. Cracking jokes at our expense. Um, people giggling because they saw my classmates crawl to class. Mm -hmm. um, teasing us. Um, I was called every word that you could call a person you think is disabled. I'd rather not say them because they'll traumatically trigger me in the audience. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, also, people talking slower than normal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people speaking loudly, they didn't think I could hear them. So okay. that happened. Yeah. Okay, so basically y'all will respond to what you need. Like, you know, just be normal. And if you need someone to speak louder or softer, You'll say that, but don't just assume. Don't be assuming, I would say. Right. Don't be assuming. Yeah. And give y'all an opportunity to share. Give y'all an opportunity to experience so that, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
given opportunity. Right, right. And also just, you know, because some, and this is tough, but I think I applied for jobs and I may have been rejected because my autism, because they don't want to pay for accommodations. Yeah. If you have, if you're labeled disabled, they don't like paying extra to accommodate you. So I think that happened to me. And it's mm -hmm. worse because they won't tell you why that yeah. happened. I just knew that I think it did happen. That sucks. What, what would be some specific accommodations for um, the autism community? Uh, this is where learning styles come into play. So okay. visual. Okay. Two plus two, four on a chalkboard. Got yeah. it. Kinesthetic. Two water, uh, two water bottles in the left hand and then two on the right hand, right? Right. Oh, this is four. I can feel it and touch it. It's four. Mm -hmm. Okay, kinesthetic, like, you know how I'm talking, you're able to process and get what I'm saying? Right. That's auditory. Just knowing people's learning styles can help. Like, I'm visual, so I need written and in, in, um, written instructions down. Yeah. I love, yeah, like growing up, I was really good about writing everything down. And as I've gotten older, I got away from it. But I've just recently, like in the past year, coming back to that, like, you know, you just, some, I just got to write it down. Like that just works for me. That's my learning style. You know, it's all about learning yourself. Wait, we're both visual learners. Mm -hmm. Well, I need to, I'm more kinesthetic. Um, but I'm actually becoming more auditory because like now I'm like really tapping into audio books. I enjoy conversation more. So I feel like as I get older, my learning style is shifting to more auditory. Uh, we have to take another. Because, we have to. Because I'm, I'm experiencing that myself. So thank you. Cheers, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, oh. no, that's all. Right. And I don't want to be cured. Uh, if there was a vaccine to cure me, my response is, fuck you, go to hell, kiss my ass, goddammit. Hell my yes, Antonio. My autism is a gift. Yes. I love that. I love that perspective. I did want to ask, though, um, like growing up, or do you have any recommendations in regards to the best um, learning ways, like the best stimulators for children, uh, for parents that have children with autism? Do you have any advice on the best ways to help the child learn and to like any any feedback there? Oh, before I get there, I want to admit that there's nothing to care about me. I'm a divine miracle being displayed. Mm -hmm. And I'm for neurodiversity. It, it's simple. Um, if we have different ice cream flavors, we uh -huh. have different personalities, then different brains should be the automatic intellect to just factor in. Mm -hmm. It means you see brain variations as as gorgeous instead of needing curability. Okay, now I'm gonna get to your question about um, the parents. Yeah, like, um, like, is it good for um, children with autism to watch TV? Like, is that good? Or is it more hands on type of things they should be doing? Or is, is iPad good or bad? You know, just any viewpoints on the best learning styles or learning way methods? Yes. So uh, we're all diverse, even autism community. Some are more auditory, kinesthetic, visual. Right. And some experience will experience their styles, learning, processing just changes. 
Just get to know your child for yourself, mm -hmm. not because of what Big Mama said, not because of what Auntie said. Know them for yourself and get them the and get make sure they have the right assistance if you can help it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, also make sure if you choose to discipline, it's a way of knowing that I'm loved instead of you just taking your anger out on me because we're super sensitized to that too. Yeah. So you have to know your be your child's best advocate and mm. protect your children. Protect your children. Listen to your children. Choose your children. Thank you. Because I wasn't chosen. I wasn't protected. I wasn't listened to. It's weird. Like I don't understand older black people, which mm -hmm. is so you're better at whooping me than protecting protecting me how does that work <laughs> i it's <laughs> conditioning it. just passed down from generation to generation so i think luckily now we're in like we're getting into a society where we understand generational curses and understanding that you got to talk about stuff right and i never and then this other thing this adult supremacy in our community i think it's from slavery absolutely from slavery absolutely Beat the hell out of you, beat the devil out of you, beat the spirit out of you, all that. And that's why this, I'm, I recently, I, I had an experience that proved how anti-corporal punishment I am. So I was, this is before, this is when I was religious. Well, I wouldn't say I was religious, I was just raised in it. But yeah. I was always a skeptic. <laughs> it's a difference. Right, I was always a skeptic inside. I just now feel fully comfortable. I was doing missionary work and this kid would stop acting up and accidentally grab the kid reflex. Uh, and then I said, oh my God, this happened to me when I was this kid's age. I got it. Oh, this is horrible to look in the kid's face and I never laid hands on a kid again. I yeah. apologized to the kid like crazy and they accepted my apology. I was just so horrified. But what happened? Like, yeah. I don't do this. So right. I, yeah. Wow. So you was raised in the evangelical church. So there, would you elaborate more on like their stereotype? Like their beliefs? Um, yeah. Let's see. You know, Jesus is the only way. Virgin birth is real. All the supernatural stuff is take it all literal. Yeah. Um, Bible is perfect and nothing wrong with it. And if you're, um, Having parental sex, you're going to hell. If you're gay, going to hell. If you get an abortion, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you get drunk, you're going to hell. If you don't, you got to repent, got to repent, got to repent. Yeah. yeah. I could go longer, but I'm too annoyed to keep no. going. <laughs> no, I feel you. It's so basically a lot of guilt and shame. Yes. And, and the need to be perfect. Yes. Think about how psychosis this is. Sherelle, right? Mm -hmm. You were right. born. You were born in sin and shaken naked. You were born bad, and you need to apologize for the nature you're born with. If not, your ass is gonna be literally fired up for all eternity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that whole born in sin thing. Like, are you trying to make hurt my feelings? Like, I don't get it. I think so. And by the way, I disagree with evangelicals on everything everything yeah. they believe in say i go no so i it's just sick like 
So why would God frustrate it itself if it doesn't have to? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That, I think, why would I make evil humans? Can you explain this to me? Um, I don't, I don't get it. And I feel like there's a lot of uh, people that just like to blame stuff with, you know, the Christianity, religion, whatever, just, just blame it on stuff. Like, like I heard this, uh, I forgot why I heard it from, but like, you know how Christians speak so much on the devil, this, the devil, that. Oh, like, who believes in the devil the most? Christians, because they're always speaking his name. Right. Satan is the God of this world. But I thought you said Jehovah Jireh Nisi reigning victory. Which one? Who's God? And I'm like, oh, because you think you are the devil because of how you think you were born. Oh, no wonder you are addicted to Lucifer. I feel like it's just this constant moving goalpost of like chasing perfection, but it's never going to come because you're born in sin. So everything uh-huh. you do is wrong. And, you know, I just don't, I feel like it's just this constant moving goalpost of like, you know, because you want to be perfect so you don't go to hell, right? But you're born in sin. So. And you worship God so you won't go to hell, but you don't really believe in worshiping God. In fact, you, de- you secretly hate him because he makes you do stuff you're uncomfortable with. Oh, if I don't, if somebody doesn't like me, that means that I'm being um, taken advantage of for my faith. Oh my God, this false martyrdom syndrome, I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You mentioned about how the church fails to protect trauma victims. Would you yeah. mind elaborating a little more on that? Oh, you listened to it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Oh my God. They they this this whole fear of secular organizations like Rain. They don't partner up with the rape abuse incest. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, it's Rain. R A I N N. It's the largest anti-rape organization in the world. Okay. They won't partner up with them. It's like, but most of your, I mean. Right. There's your... so much molestation that happens in the church. Yes. And there was a scary statistic, like, for, and I don't mean to be, like, heteronormative, but they had a men and women thing where one out of every five congregant has survived abuse. Wow. So, like, 100 men and women, that would be about 20% of them, I think, something like that, have so a lot of this people in the pews are survivors, but you don't preach about them because they fear foreclosure. Mm-hmm. If I talk about this, but these milk Christians, you know, I don't like that they're milk, but in a sense I do because they keep my love offerings going, they keep my other offerings going, they keep the mm-hmm. church open. But if we explore uh, abuse, then there's, there could be sympathizers of abuses in the congregation and they may leave and that's less money for us yep. and our reputation where, what if you have predators in the pews mm-hmm. that they don't want to, I don't, and anything that requires them to wrestle with doubt and fear and pain, no. I like my all or nothing thinking and that's it. Um mm-hmm. 
you, you, okay, but your Jesus, according to your Bible, is a survivor of trauma. How do you think you're making him feel? <sighs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Just love people and do good, y'all. Thank it's really you. that simple. Thank you. Mind your business. If you don't agree with it, then don't bother with it. Don't mind with it. If something is going on within you, deal with it instead of making other people feel bad and shaming other people all because you don't want to deal with your stuff, you know? So people just need to go within and process and stop, you know, making other people feel like, I just don't agree. Like, you know, there's, you know, some great stuff in the Bible, whatever, but I just don't agree with the whole energy of making people feel like you're damned to go to hell. If you don't be perfect, if you don't follow all these rules, I just, no, because people have killed themselves. People have run away. People have gotten abortions when they didn't want to, all in the name of approval and acceptance. That's why I, I promote self-love and forgiveness so much, you know, self-forgiveness and self-love, because it all starts with us. You know, people mistreat us and disrespect us because we allow them to, you know, and sometimes we become addicted to the abuse. We become addicted to the mental enslavement because we hold more power and authority to what someone else thinks about us rather than what we think about ourselves. Mm. What do we, I mean, what, what do we disagree on? I, I keep agreeing with you. It's, just, it's a good habit. <laughs> it's, a flow. it's just right. a flow, Antonio. Right. And I'm glad that I kept reaching out to you because we talked, yeah. it was two months ago. I was mm -hmm. like, I want to talk to you because you're like, yes. yeah, you be a good guest on Audrey. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? I was thinking about that too because I don't spend as much time on Audrey as I did when I first signed on or whatever. But I need to, like, this reminded me I need to go right back to it because I've been trying to find people on Instagram and Facebook, other podcasters I can, you know, collaborate with. And I found you through Audrey. So I'm like, okay, Audrey is the place I need to go. Yes. Now, I, I, I'm into clarity again. Friends, colleagues, what is your honest take on you and myself? Friends or colleagues? Um, I would say colleagues because it is our first time, you know, chatting it up with each other. But okay. I, but yeah, but definitely keep in touch though. And I'm, I'm I'll be happy to be on your podcast if you allow me. I will. I will. Yeah, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, I would love that. Where are you located, by the way? Washington, DC. Washington, D.C. You like it up there? I do. Good. Yeah. You, is that where you were raised to? Yeah, artsy environment. It, it, it's just uh, uh, the downtown is pretty booming. Mm-hmm. Nice. I've never been. So I really DC. like it. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been, but I would like to go. I would like to go. Um, Antonio, um, I know we have to get off here soon, but I do want you to tell us about your podcast and plug anything you want us to know about you before we let you go about your day. Let's see. Uh, Antonio Myers is me on Facebook as well as me on Twitter. That's my name. Just look at my face. Mm -hmm. Instagram, highly praiseworthy Grace Mayer is where I am. That's my that's the meaning of my name because my middle name is Ray. Highly praiseworthy Grace Mayor. My podcast, Nothing's Off Limits. I talk about all kinds of hard shit and lighthearted shit too. Yeah. So, Tony Tom Bailey, find me on Anchor. Anchor. So, find you guys. Tony Tom Daily is where you can find this Virgo King. Okay. 
Thank you. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for your time, Antonio. What are you looking forward to today? Well, I'm just, I'm just keeping my awesome self, you know. As was, you should. Thank you. And Blessed and highly favored. That's what I keep saying to myself. Like, in our conversation, did you feel triggered? Did you feel safe? Did I feel you... safe. Okay, because yeah. it's, it's a new skill I taught myself. Every interaction, I always ask the person how they're feeling. Aw, that's sweet. Yes, now, it's 11-11, Antonio. Let's do our final toast at 11-11. Um, angel number. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. One, 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 one. <laughs> I declare that all things are working out for our highest good. And I'm in solidarity with this actual positive affirmation. Absolutely. It's, we're going to live as if it's already happening. It's already happening. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Mm -hmm. Whatever for my highest good, it's already done. Therefore, I will not worry. I will walk in, and act in faith. And that's that on that. Right. Right. I, I really enjoyed our episode. Samesies. Um, I may release it today. Oh. So, yeah, I may release it today. So I'll send you the link. I'm going to upload this to YouTube and everything. So if you're listening um, in the car or wherever, go to YouTube and watch it, okay? Because it's a great time, okay? Um, and we were, we're lighting it up blue. Cheers again. Lighten it up, Blue. Shout out to the autism community. Again, shout out to Baby Jordan. I love you so, so much. Shout out to Ridge and Nicole. Amazing parents. Love y'all so much. Um, but yes, um, you guys, hopefully you found this episode entertaining and educational. Um, I probably should have do like a little trigger warning or something at the beginning to be respectful. I think that's the thing, right? Um, for any trauma victims. But yes, you guys, um, please make sure, you know, you do what Antonio and I was talking about in regards to just being more supportive of the autistic community. Educate yourself. Knowledge is power. You know, just be normal. Just be you. Be love. Do right. Okay. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in, um, and, and going against yourself, right? Listen to your intuition, listen to your heart, be led by the heart um, and just just do right. It, you know, you don't need a book or something to, to have you on that, okay? So um, if you're in the space of, you know, should I be in religion? Should I explore spirituality? Hopefully this episode gave you some clarity on what would be best for you, okay? Because not everything is for everybody and that's okay. Um, but yes, educate yourself on the um, on autism, be supportive of the autistic community and again, and Antonio, thank you. Thank you so much for your love, vulnerability, and time. You were very entertaining. Thank you. I And likewise, I'm just speechless at what else we were able to do today. Right? <laughs> it just flew by. Our flew by. It did. <laughs> mm -hmm. All righty, Antonio. I will let you go. Like I said, I'll follow up with the links and things. Um, but thank you, guys. Oh, um, you, you plugged yourself where people could follow you, right? on Instagram and all that good old stuff. I did. Okay, cool, cool. All right, you guys, make sure you stay hydrated, get your rest, manage your stress, move your body, get moving. We're in Aries season. There's a new moon in Aries this weekend. Okay, so do the things. I'm gonna have an episode uh, soon talking about the new moon in Aries so you can get prepared for that. But I will see y'all next time. So much love to you. If you want to send me an email, send it to chichi at myvirgofriend.com. Follow me on Instagram at chichibabe, C-H-E-C-H-E-B-A-B-E, -E, as well as 
the My Virgo Friend Podcast. Follow me there as well. Send me some letters. Send me some questions. Send me some feedback, okay? Love y'all so much. Again, thank you, Antonio. Thank you. And let me know when you want to come on my show. I sure will. Whenever you're ready for me, I'm ready for you. Uh, what day and time for you? Um, follow, send me an email because I, I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. I don't want to like miscommit or overcommit, but we'll follow up your email for sure because I definitely want to come show love on your podcast. Oh, thank you. All of right. course. Yes, peace. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>